listening to a Sharesies podcast. It's Monday, the 29th of November. This is Recap made for you by Sharesies. Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create financial empowerment for everyone. Here it is. It's what you've been waiting for. It's a disclaimer. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. G'day there, Alice. Hey, Jose. How are you? I'm very good, thanks. Welcome to a new week. Yeah, yeah. What was the highlight from your weekend? Uh, I had a lovely time meeting up with friends, sitting in the backyards, uh, you know, having chats and stuff like that, which was felt really, really awesome. Um Another highlight, uh, or maybe a low light, is uh, our dog Rooster got dissexed uh, on Friday. And now he's just been looking at me weird all weekend. <laughs> and I don't blame him, to be honest. <laughs> Not a happy camper. No, he's okay. He's, he's doing fine. And you've got to do it, of course. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I think initially he was just like, mm, what have you done? <laughs> but uh, let's, thing. yeah, I know, I know, poor guy. But uh, let's crack on because there's, yeah, quite a lot of stuff. Um, what has been happening out there, Alice? Yeah, well, news that's been making waves over the past few days is the emergence of a new variant of COVID-19. Now, this variant, which is called Omicron, uh, after the Greek letter, has been labelled by the World Health Organisation as a variant of concern. Yeah, this news is quite appropriately all across the headlines at the moment, but what has it got to do with investing? Well, while the new variant has so far only been identified in a handful of countries, it's already sending ripples around the world, uh, or at least the investing world. So as news of the Omicron variant emerged late last week, share markets around the globe fell. Now, the the major US indices fell, including the S&P 500, which decreased 2.3%. In Australia, the ASX 200 fell 1.7%. And here in Aotearoa, our NZX 50 index declined 1.3%. Uh, alongside that, the share markets in Europe and Asia also declined. And I take it people are wondering what this all means for economic recovery, right? Yeah, as you can imagine, news of a new uh, concerning variant makes you wonder what that means for the fight against the pandemic, economic recovery and the return to normal life. Uh, Not surprisingly, the companies that fell the most on the S&P 500 on Friday were mostly related to the travel sector, like cruise lines, like Royal Caribbean Cruises, Norwegian Cruise Line, Carnival Corp. Uh, You also had some airlines in the mix too, like United Airlines, American Airlines and Delta Airlines. Uh, But leading the way up on the S&P 500 were Moderna and Pfizer. Those are two companies that have had key roles in this fight against the pandemic. Yeah, I guess the question I ask is like, do people actually have a reason to panic? Well, obviously this news is disconcerting, but it's important to note that, well, based on what I've been reading, it's still early days and little is known about this variant at this point in time. COVID-19 vaccine makers have jumped into action, with many of them saying that they're working quickly to investigate this variant and whether their vaccines protect against it. Those companies include the likes of Pfizer, BioNTech, Johnson & Johnson, AstraZeneca and Moderna. And did they say how quickly it would take to find out whether the vaccines were effective against Omicron or not? 
Uh, Moderna's chief medical officer said that they should know in the next couple of weeks. Uh, Pfizer and BioNTech, who have developed their vaccine together, they said they expect more data from lab tests in two weeks at the latest. Uh, but these three companies indicated that if they do need to adjust their vaccine for the their vaccines for this variant, they can do so quickly. Pfizer and BioNTech said that they can adapt their vaccine within six weeks and start shipping batches within 100 days if adaptions are needed. Uh, while Moderna's chief medical officer indicated a similar time frame, uh, he indicated early 2022. Again, that's if any changes to a vaccine are needed. Yeah, that's amazing hustle. But finally, Alice, what have share markets been doing today, a couple of days on from when this news first broke? Yeah, good question. So the NZX50 fell initially this morning when markets opened, uh, although they uh, the market recovered a bit during the day. Now, at the time of recording, it's sitting down about 0.4% for the day. Um, the ASX200 had a similar reaction when Australian markets opened. Um, that was sitting down about 0.3% at the time of recording. Share markets in China and Hong Kong have also um, sort of declined upon opening um, in their mornings and then markets in Europe and the US are still closed um, because they're still in the weekend. Great, thank you very much for that breakdown Alice and I've got my own breakdown on me today which dropped some results this morning. All right, so I know a little bit about me today. They are a health and wellness brand that offers like supplements, skincare and healthcare products, right? Absolutely correct. And they released their half-year results this morning. Um, so what happened is they reported a net loss of tax before before tax of $2.8 million. They also revised their sales expectations for their honey business, King Honey. They're now forecasting sales in the region between uh, $5 and $7 million in 2022. That's down from their last guidance of $10 million. So me today bought King Honey in June, and I think their sales expectations were even higher back then. Yes, they were expecting between $16 and $21 million. So why the downgrade then? So the background to all this is that uh, me today bought King Honey for $36 million. King Honey, Honey, if you're not familiar with it, is a Manuka honey business. One of the biggest brands that they have is B+. Um, but the thing to remember is that the downgrade wasn't actually unexpected. Back in September, Me Today informed the market that one of their key customers for the B Plus brand was based in Hong Kong. That customer had higher than anticipated inventory. And that, that means that they had more stock on the ground in China than anticipated, meaning they were probably going to sell less honey than they thought. Okay, so that was all disclosed in September. Apart from that revenue downgrade, what else did Me Today have to say? So Me Today said uh, that they have continued discussions with their Chinese partner and they've since managed to sell a large part of that inventory. But orders for 2022 haven't been finalised, leading to that lower than expected revenue forecast. And going into the harvest period, uh, Me Today said that that will create some cash flow pressure. And did they indicate what they were doing to ease that pressure? The two biggest shareholders, MTL 
Securities Limited and the Jarvis Trust have both agreed to invest additional cash of $6 million through a share placement. That has to be agreed to by shareholders at a meeting scheduled for February. Me today noted that once the current harvest is completed, they are expecting to have a honey inventory of around $20 million in value. And uh, they noted that uh, although their expenses are high, what they're doing there is, uh, being, is building a significant asset. Last, I just have a quick update from a New Zealand company that also released their half-year results this morning. Very good. Which one, which one is that? Uh, so it's Radius Care. They are an aged care and retirement village operator listed on the New Zealand Stock Exchange. So according to Radius Care's website, they have 22 locations around the country. They employ over 1,700 staff and they care for around about the same number of residents as well. And how did the company go in their half-year results then? Yeah, so just off the bat, these results were for the six months ended the 30th of September and at a headline level Radius Care highlighted that they've made strong progress with their growth strategy. Okay let's get into some of those numbers then. Yeah sure so Radius Care reported total revenue of 66 million dollars for the six months that's up about eight percent from this period last year Uh, then underlying earnings before interest tax depreciation and amortization or underlying EBITDA for the six months came in at 11.2 million that was down 1.2 million dollars from a year ago. Uh, Their net profit came in at 1.3 million dollars which was a 35% drop on this time last year. And so what drove that lower profit? So the company put that down to rising costs uh, including labour costs. Now Radius Care said that some of these cost increases were directly related to COVID-19. For example they highlighted that they had higher costs because of labour shortages uh, that were due to border closures. They also pointed to supply chain issues affecting food prices. And what else did the company have to say about their results? CEO Brian Cree said that there was good progress with key performance metrics such as high care bed occupancy levels, uh, accommodation supplements and strong progress against the company's strategic pillars. He said that there had been several key events in the first half of the 2022 financial year that saw the company deliver significant milestones against their strategy. And finally, did Radius Care announce a dividend? Yes, they did. The company declared a dividend of 0.7 cents per share, uh, and that's due to be paid on the 23rd of December. Right. Thanks very much, Alice. And that brings us to the end of the show for today. That was Recap for the 29th of November. Thank you very much for listening. And don't forget to give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to get in touch, our email is recap at sharesies.co.nz. And you can also leave a voice message. Uh, there'll be a link to that in the episode description. See you tomorrow. Matewa.